This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning. Yes, it's me again. Dark and early. I always want to say bright and early, but dark and early on your Sunday morning in that five o'clock hour. For all those listening, thank you for waking up and starting your day with Valley Watch. This show is brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. And this morning, I'm joined by my friend, Captain Evan Gamage. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This isn't the first time you've been on this show. And so we've had a couple different iterations as you as a on-duty PIO working in the field yes. and having you join us. And now you're joining us in the role as the captain overseeing a lot of our events and community, you know, engagement. So the yeah. official section titles community risk education, correct? Correct. I am uh, officially now uh, my newest title, as you said, okay. is a uh, planning captain under community risk education. What is community yeah. risk education? So community risk education, um, it's, as I'll call it, the evolution of community involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, community involvement as a title of our section has gone away, um, but now our focus is um, getting back into the schools, educating the community on a range of risk out there um, mm-hmm. that our community will encounter from fall injuries to fires to water safety. So it's it's just a new way to make sure that we are getting to the community with the proper information and educating them on risk. And it really is cool to see kind of how the section has evolved and what you guys do. And when people think about the fire department, more often than not, you're calling 911 on your worst day. And we as the Phoenix Fire Department, we don't want to have it be that type of relationship. We want people to see us in a way that they learned from us before something bad happened. They prevented those things from happening, like you talked about, that risk aspect. So your team going out there, boots on the ground, whether it's in schools or senior centers or, you know, hosting events, you're sharing that information. Exactly. Um, Education, as it's seen, um, is one of the three pillars of public safety. Um, So our portion, as you stated, is not only getting out there with the resources to provide those to the community, um, but getting in front of the community and getting a understanding of what they need, Um, whether that's in uh, community meetings, um, HOA meetings, Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. We're trying to uh, do better um, going forward, just getting in front of the community, as you're saying, developing that relationship, knowing where the need is and also uh, being more precise using numbers and graphs and all that stuff to make sure that we are getting um, the right tool to the right people, basically. Being a data-driven department is something that Phoenix Fire is very proud of. And so I think it's awesome to look at, you know, where are we allocating those resources, knowing that the city is growing faster than ever. We have more people coming here. And unfortunately, with more people, more often than not, means probably more 911 calls. So how can we as the Phoenix Fire Department really try to reduce those and prevent that risk from even happening? And so that kind of leads us into, you know, why I wanted to have you on the show today. We have you guys have a lot of cool stuff coming out of the section and we're promoting and publicizing an upcoming event that you guys are leading and we want all the loyal listeners of Valley Watch to hear about it. So coming up next month, February 3rd, what do you guys got going on? Definitely. Um, as you stated, uh, February 3rd, uh, breaking into and kind of launching off Black History Month, we will we'll be having our second annual um, Hike with the Firefighters, Speak with the Ranger event. Um, as you stated, this is um, specific to 
um, our community in Arizona, specifically South Phoenix. Um, but also, like you said, we have a lot of new people to Arizona. Um, and one of our biggest um, attractions right now is hiking, I'll say. Mm. Um, and with hiking, we just want to make sure that not only the community is being safe, knowledgeable as to how to hike in Arizona and what it is to hike in Arizona, dealing with our heat, making sure you have enough water, communication, mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, but also uh, we have um, at-risk communities um, that we run into, um, especially in South Phoenix, that um, just demographically they don't hike as often. Um, so we're trying to continue one of our trends from last year of uh, focusing on health in the month of February and getting people exposed to not only our beautiful preserve of, of South Phoenix, but get them out and do something healthy and be informed as to what the what the city of Phoenix is doing to uh, promote health in our community. And it really is cool, like a cool joint uh, event, if you will, between the Parks Department Phoenix Fire, the United Black Firefighters of Arizona. And I mean, as we sit on more of these, you know, planning meetings, discussions, there's a lot of people involved. It's going to be really cool. I mean, even last year with it being the inaugural hike with a firefighter here from a park ranger. But watching this kind of evolve over the last year has been really cool. You should be very proud of yourself and what you're creating. I know myself, my family, my dog, we're going to be at it. And it's such a cool park, like whether you're a hiker or not a hiker, there's a cool walking path, all that kinds of stuff. So can you kind of tease what are some other things that people can look forward to at the event? Definitely. I'd like to start with, as you said, um, Judith Tunnel is one of the trails that we'll be using there. Um, It is fully accessible. It is a paved trail. Um, that goes just over a mile um, out of the um, environmental educational center that they have down there. I want to try to make sure I got yes. that right. Um, but it is accessible to everyone, whether you're in a scooter, a wheelchair, a mm. stroller. So we want to make sure that all families know that this is a family event. Um, we will have uh, food trucks present. We're going to have apparatus displays um, and different things for the community to get out. The parks is gonna, are going to bring out their gaming mobile cool. um, for the kids. So as you stated, this is something that's uh, been really cool to see grow. Um, the community has had a great and positive response to it. Um, we're getting a lot more people reaching out and uh, hiking organizations, community organizations. So it should be something fun for the entire community to enjoy and uh, be educated on. It's a great way to kick off Black History Month. And I know that there are different pieces of the event that have that intertwined, whether it's, you know, having the United Black Firefighters Association there in the planning and, you know, the hosting of the event. But at the same time, they have kind of... um, planned and peppered these uh, these educational posters. So as you go and walk or hike the trails, you can kind of learn different pieces of history at the same time. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like you said, uh, United Black Firefighters is uh, an affinity group uh, within the city of Phoenix tied into our union. And basically what that means to us is we have a direct pulse on the community. Um, so they are really are tied to the community to be able to get the word out, um, but also bring the people to us. Um, and as you're stating, with the event, um, we do try to use it as an educational opportunity. Um, there's a huge focus on not only Black History Month as a whole, but also local black history mm-hmm. um, here in Phoenix, Arizona, and specifically South Phoenix. And not to mention um, the Final Four will be here next month. So um, we've also uh, taken advantage of that opportunity to highlight some of the um, historical 
firefighters within our organization that had ties to college athletics, college basketball, all of the above. So we try to make it a holistic approach to kind of try to touch all our bases um, of black history, of health, of our fire department, of resources, um, our partnerships with other entities within the fire department. I'm sorry, within the city of Phoenix, such mm-hmm. as parks. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a lot going on. It, it should be a fun event and something that uh, we're not alone in building up and bringing to our community. It's so crazy when I hear you talking about the Final Four because it brings me back to exactly this time last year when we were hosting this event yeah. and the Super Bowl was here. Right. Like, it's so crazy. Time flies and also how how many things we have going on within the city of Phoenix and outskirts the entire valley. And so looking at, you know, the final four and everything that we have going on in Phoenix, you know, this is just one event. It's it's a great event. It's a second annual. I can't wait to continue it. But what are some other items that we have on the forefront or we're planning ahead within whether it be Phoenix Fire or specifically the community risk education section? Um. As you stated, we're always busy, um, mm-hmm. and I tip our hat to our, our comms office within the Phoenix Fire Department because you guys keep us in the forefront and shining a light on us being ahead of not only this, these events, but the safety that we bring mm-hmm. consciously to these <clears throat> events and the role that the Phoenix Fire Department plays. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, like you said, going forward, um, throughout our year, we stay busy. Mm-hmm. Um, we run several government of highway safety grants to the Phoenix yeah. Fire Department um, that allow us to have funding and resources to continue to educate and get out into the community. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically coming up in the month of March on the 9th, mm-hmm. um, we have a community safety fair that will be at the Deer Valley Community Center. Um, this Very is in cool. District 1. Um, another great partnership that we've built up um, throughout the last year um, with a lot of our strategic partners um, mm-hmm. in the hospitals, in a lot of our nonprofits, um, that will help us bring resources directly to our community. Um, the real vision of that is, um, as we stated, we have a lot of great partners out there that yeah. do a lot of great things. We can't do it all alone as the Phoenix Fire Department. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing those resources directly to the community, things like baby shots, um, stop the bleed, um, training programs, um, a lot of things that we can bring. Um, I'm sorry, our, our smoke alarm installation program. Awesome. Again, just direct resources that, um, deliver to the community and make us tangible. And obviously with all that big wave of, of newcomers to our city, Mm -hmm. this allows us to help have a contribution from our section in community risk education, um, to contribute towards call, uh, lowering call mm-hmm. volume and things like that out there. Yeah, no, the, the public safety fairs that you guys have been working on are incredible because it's like very much so mark your calendar, one-stop shop. Like, I mean, I don't want to downplay it, but it's literally like a public safety uh, farmer's market. You yeah. walk around and it's beautiful outside in March. So also please go because it's nice outside. But you, you're you're shopping around in the sense that you stop at these different tents and maybe you get a, a safety pamphlet on water safety and it includes QR codes on where to sign up for swimming lessons or CPR classes or where to get, you know, a, a a pool fence or then the next one like you said is a stop the bleed class or baby shots all these free resources for the community right there in their backyard all right um we're calling ourselves a a post-covid world nowadays even though we know that is still around but 
Um, on the side of Phoenix Fire, we do realize the impact of and the disconnect that came from that time period mm -hmm. um, and how we need to get back in front of the community. Um, we're not the only ones, but we do understand that we're a leader in the community. Yeah. Um, so this does give us an opportunity um, to bring even cancer screenings and mom so mobiles. Cool. And, yeah. and there's a lot of great resources that we've run into and, and grown relationships with throughout the Valley. Um, so like you said, getting back out in front of the community, a one-stop shop, farmer's mm -hmm. market type environment where it's open and friendly to the community. Um, you can get your car seat installed. You awesome. can. There's a lot of resources that we just want to make sure we're getting out there to the community and building up uh, some attention around it. Evan, thank you so much for joining me. This was awesome. I mean, I know we came in with the intention of talking about X, Y, Z, but there's so much that we could talk about. Yeah. There's so many things going on. And I know this won't be the last time I have you on here because we've, like you said, we stay busy. We've got a lot of events and items to promote. So thank you. I look forward to seeing you on February 3rd. And everyone else that's listening, we also hope that you join us out there at Hike with the Firefighter and hear from a park ranger. But um, thank you, Evan. And this this was fun. Thank you for having me. Bring your boots, bring your water, and yeah. we'll see you all out. And bring on your February dogs. 3rd. We and love bring dogs. Your dogs, your family, your strollers. Absolutely. All, of it. <laughs> all right. For everyone listening, thank you. You can learn more about these events at following Phoenix Fire on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you're in the car listening to this right now and you see lights and you hear sirens, pull to the right. Have a safe and happy Sunday. Happy Sunday.